Welcome to Matters of the Universe. It's me, Orko. In this episode, Matt and Matt watched the first episode of He-Man. The Cosmic Comet. Oh boy, it's not good. It doesn't explain anything. Matt and Matt do their best. But, I mean, what can you do? It's about a guy. And this guy's like, I'm somebody else. But he can't tell anybody except his best friend. And a bird lady. And me, he told me. Because, I mean, we're cool. But, not that cool. I mean, like... I mean, one time... <laughs> I mean... I mean, I don't want to put his business in the street, but... Welcome to Matters of the Universe! Where two guys named Matt talk about the seminal 80s cartoon, Masters of the Universe. I am, I am Matt, but little known to... Uh, Matt, let's do it. Uh, All right, you are, uh, you are he, Matt. I am he, Matt, and you are Roseman. That's, oh my God. Let's just keep, let's just get to the episode. All right. There's, let's, let's start we over. Have so, we have so much we have to get into. Oh my God. Uh, joining us on this journey to recount every episode of 80s cartoon He Man and the Masters of the Universe, our good friend Eric. How are you, Eric? I'm well, but I don't know about every episode because I just watched that first one. Let's and just, let's clarify. Just, I'm joining cosmic, you on this episode for this every episode journey. The Cosmic Comet. Which is yeah. the first episode. Yeah. Is this is the one they sold it with. I cannot yeah. believe that this is the first episode. Neither I have can, done neither can I. I've I, done no research on this. Um but this is what it is what is is listed as in both uh Netflix and I believe Wikipedia. Because when I when it first came onto Netflix, mm-hmm. um I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna watch a few and see see what happens. Um, and like, I I had to look it up. <laughs> it was like I don't remember this episode for one, and also like there's just so much. Just I have so many questions, and I have a lot of questions. But let's start at the very, very, very beginning. This is about the show. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, made by Filmation in 1983. Um, The toys themselves were made by Mattel. Mm -hmm. The show was basically to sell the toys. And this, this, just like most of the G.I. Joes and Transformers, was a introduce a new character or a new track, a new toy, Toy. every episode to sell it. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Here is the rundown on Masters of the Universe. It is the story of Adam. He's a prince prince of Eternia. Of Eternia. But he has a secret. A big secret. He's also He-Man. Defender of Eternia. The most powerful man. In the universe. universe. We're not just talking like the most powerful man in their kingdom or like Eternia. We are talking the entire universe and his mom if you did not know is an earthling i don't know if you i do knew that, that. Yeah. i do know well, that. obviously you knew it i just like eudora is her name or something uh, yeah i believe so it's it's uh, which it's, is why i said endor in our last episode it's of okay Matt. it's all right don't worry about it i i already forgot so i have um, to ask a question matt yes how familiar are you with he-man from a kid did you watch it oh my god i watched it i watched it all the time it I, was my favorite show you know they actually had um a contest um, to create a he-man. Yes, and I, I, I had what I thought was a great design. I sent it in, and then they picked like the dumbest fucking design, and I was so <laughs> was I Buzz was Off so, the one? I don't even I remember. Don't think, I don't think it was Buzz Off, but or mine, was it a net dude? I forgot. It was. It was so dumb. Whatever it was, it like it was. So I stupid. don't remember what it was, but okay, Eric. Did you yes. ever watch this show when you were a kid? I did. Um, so I'd have been 10 uh, when it premiered. I recall kind of the blitz of the toys. I I want to put this delicately because watching it, I, I actually thought you should get 
um, at least, I don't know about at least, but you should get some gay guests to weigh in on it. Because I wonder how... Hmm. Oh, and I, I'm not saying I, that I, I, tongue I took, in cheek. No, no, I, no, no, I, took, no. I took notes on that. <laughs> no, like, there, there's a lot of... I don't know how to say it, but I would definitely be interested to see... Like if it, if if it, if it's a touchstone, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I rem like no, like, like if they watched this and then they were just like, oh, I get, like it. I not I get, I don't know, I don't, no, no, like it's just like just like they 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 realized that they felt different ways right. about and, some and, characters and other. I mean, you know, I'm not gay, so I like I can only kind of. And the reason I I bring it up is is I was ten and I remember. Um, you know, I, w- I was into Super Friends and Scooby-Doo and all mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of shit. And then uh, in Star Wars, and in terms of um, uh, action figures and what have you, this, yeah. when this came out, there was a bit of a of a inventory as a 10-year-old that I made that was like, wow, these are really cool. And why do I think these are really cool? I'm not, you know, I think we all, um, like, without irony – I, I feel we all kind of sit on on a spectrum of sexuality, right? Sure. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, in watching uh, it, I was Kinsey like, scale, right? Yeah. Sure. So, watching it just now, I was like, oh yeah, when I was ten, I remember just like there was something going on watching this as well, mm-hmm. um, and and so I, I remember that. Yet I remember like I got a couple figures, played around with them as a ten year old would a little bit. Notice that, like, literally, like, like physique-wise, they're all about the same, weren't they? Oh yeah, there, like there were there were um, there were a couple different body molds. Ram Man had his own unique body mold. Okay, Manny Faces had his own unique man, uh, body mold. Okay, He Man and Skeletor were different heads, right? Different, but the same body, different color. Well, yeah, right. same with Faker, right? Faker yeah. or He Man was this, was the same um, body, but so was Man at Arms was the same body mm-hmm. type. There was many characters that had Whiplash think, was the think, same body, but it was a different tail. Uh-huh. Um, well, but uh, but Whiplash was on a swivel. Head. That's correct. That is correct. Um, and then ah, yes. Fisto, Jitsu, and uh, there was one other, but I don't remember. Or no, it was Fisto, uh, Fisto and Jitsu were the spring-loaded arm. Spring-loaded arm. <laughs> um, and then there was Clawful, and Clawful had... I believe Whiplash's body, yep. but it had a separate arm that had a like spring right. loaded Claw. pincher. Yep, yep, yeah. So I think I only had He Man and Skeletor, um, and I probably played with them for a couple months. I had all of them, almost all oh, of them. Man. Maybe. I had Battle Armor He Man and Skeletor. Those were so cool because you'd hit it. And it would it like it would be like regular armor, and you'd hit it, and it would switch to the next like real. And it would have slightly yes. damaged, and then you'd hit it again, and it would yep. go to the next, and, and then it would reset. Yep. And that was just like when I was a kid, like you'd hit it with like the axe, and it would switch, and it was like, whoa, like they're actually taking damage. And it was like just a, a fucking. Then you had Thunder Punch He Man. Damn. I don't remember Thunder Punch. Oh, yeah. Thunder Punch He Man. And then like Skeletor had a dragon on his back that would shoot discs. Guys, there was a lot of it. <laughs> I had but, I had um, Snake Mountain. I had Snake Mountain too, which had a microphone that would alter it, your voice. Mm. That is exactly how it makes your voice, <laughs> <laughs> and it would break two seconds into using it. Um, <laughs> Mine didn't break because I didn't use it that much. I just remember like saying something like, "I think I was like, Mom, can I have mac and cheese?" And it was like, <laughs> "I was like, what? <laughs> Nobody knows what you're saying, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, just don't, your don't, words. don't say it into the snake." <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, that was like like a screaming wolf's head. <laughs> and then it had the slime pit, but my parents had the foresight. To not get me. Yeah, slime. my parents didn't, and I ruined a comforter. <laughs> Guys, I have a million <laughs> He-Man stories, but this He-Man story was called Cosmic Comet. Comet, yeah. So let me just talk about the intro for a second here. Let's talk about it. What is that, Eric? I, I believe this was the winner of the um, the kid design contest. Oh God, I can't, I can't see it. Photog, that is just the gray skull thing. man. That is, oh my no, god, that is so stupid. Hold on. Ugh. Fearless Photog. Fearless Photog is a character created for Masters Universe. I rem- Fearless Photog sounds familiar. The camera shaped head. 
Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, 1986 Oof. contest was held for children. Yes, Fearless, Fearless Photog. So maybe it was this guy. Yep. They never made it. Oh, okay. I thought they did. And I if thought, they I did, thought, they, was, I thought they made one for the kid or something That was probably like that. it. They made one for the kid. <laughs> this is shit. Yeah. So like, why I, would they I make I one and to, not... I didn't get to see the picture. I'm sorry. This was, I believe, the... Well, I don't know. Oh, terrible. Jesus. Yeah, I remember that. All right. Let's talk about the intro to, to He-Man here. Prince yes. Adam is talking. And what I noticed is that his voice stays the same in this intro sequence when he's Prince Adam and when he's He-Man. Yes. But when he's Prince Adam in the cartoon proper, his voice is... Is way higher pitched. And super whiny. Uh-huh. The other thing Father, is... Father, I'd like to go down and bomb war frats or whatever. Like, just... Ugh. All right. Ugh. When you were a kid, did you understand the words held aloft? I wrote down <laughs> held aloft, underlined I was, it twice. I wrote down uh, the day I held aloft my magic sword. <laughs> First yep. note. Held, held aloft. aloft. Um, actually, what I what I wrote down first. When I realized that it was held aloft, I was 23. <laughs> Well, watching it today, I was I was wondering, like, was there eventually ever exposition of, well, where the fuck did the sword come from nope. on your back? You think that would be a great episode one? <laughs> you would think that instead of starting in Medius Ray, right? Where it's just like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm already he, man. I've already killed a bunch of dudes. Like, yeah. oh, let's well, he does th- say that day, or you know, until the day I, I held aloft. My yeah. mighty sword, my magic sword. Yeah, <laughs> and and when he when when he's walking around as Adam, there's no sword back there, is there? Oh no! Okay, no heck no! Oh, it just, it just like it it's kind of like when the Super Twins all of a sudden had a fucking bucket, right? Wonder, Wonder Twins. That's what I meant. Well, but Wonder Twins didn't need a bucket because, because one, one of them form formed it. a bucket. No, they did. yep, form yep. a bucket of water and an elephant. Which also is no, a story that I have of, wait, okay. that I told during dinner today. Wasn't it like form of an eagle, form of water, and then all of a sudden Gleek no. was holding a bucket? No, it no. was a form of, of elephant and a bucket of water. And then like you would just see like like it would turn into a We might have a Mandela effect here, but I always remember it being bucket of water. Okay. Well, bucket of water. It was some form of water. A swimming right. pool, a kiddie pool, whatever. Like it was right. always some form of water. We'll have I to circle back and report. On we that. are we ten seconds into this episode. Sorry, sorry. Well, before we even started, we had to restart because of the xylophone for filmation. <laughs> yes, where it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, he man, and and like we did, like Matt didn't have the sound on, and we were just like, no, 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 we no, got to no, 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 we have to start back, and so and I and I, and I was like. Yeah, we have to start back because we're not animals, man. <laughs> so let's talk about that theme song for a second. I mean, we're going to go deep on this. <clears throat> Still holds up. Oh, God, I that agree. theme song. And like what, what you don't get to hear when he's talking, you don't get to listen in and hear the He-Man like in the background. But now every time you're listening to Adam do the whole monologue, you'll hear it and you'll be like, oh, God, he's right. It's uh-huh. right there, and I never heard it. Right. I, I thought there. the entire score actually ex- well exceeded my expectations sitting down. The music mm-hmm. is not bad. Yeah. Some of it is a bit bloopy bloppy, but right. it's a children's yeah. show. Yeah. Right. You cannot judge it harshly. No, I mean, I mean it's not Batman in the animated series. Okay. They they right. didn't have like a fucking orchestra and shit. Like right. they did what they could with their keyboard. And I'm gonna it, say it was better than the Princess Bride score. Which what came out eighty seven or so, right? Eighty seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, we're going with the synth. <laughs> <laughs> Music by Tangerine Dream. Right. Hey, um, hey, 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 I'm hey! I'm fucking hey. kidding. All right, I was gonna say, like, Tangerine Dream did, did the Blade Runner. I know. No, no, no. That was Vangelis. No, Tangerine Dream did Thief? the the. Hmm? They did Legend. Thief. They did Legend. Ooh, yeah. They also did Near Dark. Oh. The vampire movie. Now we're talking. Hell yeah, no. But you know what we're not talking about? He-Man. He-Man. <laughs> so, 
of what I wrote down after I held aloft was it was a dark and stormy night in Eternia because it immediately goes <laughs> it immediately goes from the intro to uh, Castle or no it wasn't Castle Grayskull was it, it were, no it, it was, was you it was, open it was, on, you open on Beastman and Evil Lynn outside of C- Castle Grayskull oh, that's, yeah yeah and you hear the the fake like. Pew, pew, Thunder. Yeah. And- I wrote Thunder Fuck Fest. It is, <laughs> it is so much thunder. It is. There's also, no- you're pretty sure they are like 10 seconds away from fucking. Oh, yeah. Like the, the I mean, sex chemistry is palpable. <laughs> well, it's Beast Man. He's, he's like he's I mean, a he, beast of a he's, man. He's potent. And Eva Lynn is a sexy woman. I always thought so. Quite I, 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 <laughs> She's no Baroness. Baroness. She, oh, my God. Baroness. The hottest. Baroness was by far. Yeah. So let me ask a question here. That was how, like, you know, like how we were talking about, like, you know, the the homosexual angle, where like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe that's how um, people who were like gay when they were younger, like, kind of figured it out. Maybe like that was how I knew exactly that I was straight as the fucking Baroness, <laughs> where it was just like, Bing! yep, right there we go. Yep, <laughs> her. I like yep. her. I like I like her so much. I like her outfit. <laughs> like everything she does. So I want here, her to be my mom. So, that was always my thing. <laughs> that, that is an entire let's not, let's that not is an entire that. other not podcast. That. That's an entire other podcast. We're not getting welcome to I want her to be my mom. <laughs> a podcast about truth and moms. All right. So let me just ask this question. This is an animated show. It, <laughs> a poorly animated show. Yeah. It's very easy to rip on the animation of this show because it's bad. It is. It's bad. So I took another route where I just decided that it was a choice. (laughs) And they basically were like, hey, Mark Chagall, (laughs) make an animated series for us because the perspectives on this are insane. Yeah. Well, there's there's a few times where uh, it was. Oh God, I'm trying to think of what the fucking name of the artist. I have a fucking art degree. I can't think of the name of the goddamn artist. Get, um, continue. Rockwell. No. There is so much of like. <laughs> this, it was. It was not even close. <laughs> well, I wrote down like this is a Fellini film. Um, <laughs> This is like the uh, the twelfth seal. This is like <laughs> like some of these angles are so weird. There is there is an angle that we called over the shoulder, over the, the shoulder. shoulder. Oh, OTS two, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> squared. <laughs> Where, Where you see over Beast Man's shoulder that Skeletor's Skeletor. back. Who's then turning over his shoulder to talk to Beast Man? I mean, it, it Skeletor is, in a completely ambiguously gay duo stance. Well, there, there were there were so many ambiguously gay duo things in this episode. Yeah. When he, oh, we're jumping all over the we place. Are, but we, okay, okay, right, hold on. We have to go over the plot of the story, right? Because it's insane, oh crazy, go nuts. It is. It is. <laughs> it is the. It is so bananas. That it's a it's no s- wonder that it's five to seven because five to seven year olds do not have the suspension of disbelief <sighs> problems that adults do where it's like oh okay a wizard controls comets and the one comet left so the other comet became evil makes sense right <laughs> I mean like there's just and also just ah yet when you're getting into sci-fi and fantasy you you can obviously establish rules on the fly but they do it every other frame <laughs> no no like they they really they they really i mean like you 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 hit on a point that i made later in my notes that we'll get to of just sci-fi and fantasy have to have some kind of logical intertwining yeah and this is just we've got dragons and we've also got spaceships and i think that was not to go too off topic, but that was kind of one of the problems I had with Man of Steel, or not Man of Steel. Uh, no, no, it was Man of Steel, where they're on Krypton, and it's like, oh, we've got all these high technology things, and also Jor-El rides a fucking dragon fly. Right. Like, 
guys, no, come yeah. on, man. That's a, that's that's a lot. It, yeah, that's you, you've got to. Here's the synopsis from IMDb. Okay. Skeletor takes control of the powerful cosmic comet to destroy Castle Grayskull. To stop him, Prince Adam, Tila, Man-at-Arms, Orko, and Cringer seek the advice of the cosmic wizard Zagraz. Zagraz. All right. Which just... This is episode one. one. Yeah. And Zagros, uh, he ends up explaining how, well, it was really actually two comets, two comets that hung out together. Two best that I friend comets. Oh, it, that he were, wanted to control. Like he, well, he controls I wanted comets. to control them like I you, controlled all of them. Yeah, he, he just controls says that. all the comets. He is the comet like controller yeah. and of he, the his wizards. ego got the best of him and he left some spell on these two comets. And then the that, one was kind of like destroyed or something. Yeah. And then And because of that. The other comet was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna be an evil comet now. Which is like Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. What? That checks out. Like evil comet. What is going on here? Um Yeah. All just, right. There's just there's which so later much... on comets end up talking. Right. <laughs> hey, one thing at a time, and we are jumping all over the fucking place. Back to the beginning. Okay. We've Back just watched beginning. a really kick ass intro. Mm-hmm. We have we have the Thunder Fuck Fest going on, <laughs> and Evil Lynn and Beast Man are outside of Castle Grayskull. Now this Casting is episode spells and shit. This is season one, episode one. We don't know who these people are. We don't know Castle Grayskull is. We barely know who He Man is. We don't sh- know if the orange guy with the weird face is He Man. Or well, we do because of the intro. But like, we don't know if he's a friend. We don't know if Evil Lynn is like his girlfriend or sister. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on here. So, Evil Lynn says, ah, the cosmic comet, because, of course, a comet flies by. I should be able to open the drawbridge of Castle Grayskull. Her eyes glow, and the drawbridge falls down, which establishes this ain't that hard to do. No, not at all. Not at all. And then there is He-Man riding Battle Battle Cat, a.k.a. Cringer, and Man-at-Arms, Duncan, um, and they're like, nice try, jerks. And uh, I don't even. I Well, they ended up saying something. In effect, they end up throwing them in the, the mud. They, mud they throw them in the mud yeah. one after another where right. Beast Man is just like, all right, Beast Man. Or He-Man. And then He-Man calls him Furface because he's a dick and throws him into the mud. Yeah. And then Evil Inn is just like. And like throws a spell, and he just like deflects it with his sword because apparently that's how spells work. Of course, and, they and, are. and it knocks her into the mud, and then they're just both covered in mud and like shaking their fists, saying "We'll be back." And he says, "Well, you better be clean." And yeah, and then, like take a shower before you come back. Like, and then and then it was kind of assumed they would. He yeah, man. they won't. <laughs> so he man says that, that'll bitch. take care of them for a while. Because they got to get cleaned up is the subtext of that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he basically Joe Blow the lover mans him. He throws him a couple dollars <laughs> to get some dish powder. So just it's clean keep for it clean for me next time. <laughs> they yep. head back into Yo. Castle Grayskull and uh, the sorceress is there, a.k.a. Birdface. Um, <laughs> but she's not there because just her head appears and she says, hey, you need to go see Zagras. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like I, I wrote this way later down that the sorceress is the most useless fucking person on this show <laughs> she is more useless than orko she it like i don't know if that's possible because at some she helps he man fly later i don't think orko has ever helped he man fly um if you don't recall if it wasn't for orko in this episode they would have all died so that's very true we will you get, are we will get to that we will get to that we will get but to you that. know what uh before we get there why don't we take a little break and we'll be back with more Matters of the Universe after, after this. this. Now you can imagine all the power in the universe. The Masters of the Universe collection. 23 pieces, each sold separately. There's He-Man and these heroic action figures. Skeletor and the Warriors of Evil. And four fighting creatures. Castle Grayskull, Point Dread and the Talon Fighter. You put them together. And battle machines like the Attack Track. Batteries not included. What would you do with all the power in the universe? He-Man, Skeletor, and all other items from the Masters of the Universe collection, each sold separate, from Mattel. 
Welcome back to Matters of the Universe. No time has passed since the last section. None, none at all. <laughs> For Mystique's sake. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, we left our heroes with orders from the sorceress to go see Zagras. Zagras the wizard. But before they do that, they got to stop the king's court. Mm-hmm. They got to talk to the king and the queen. And Prince Adam basically has to whine his way into going there. Yeah, and so, I, I look, the only difference between He-Man and Prince Adam is that He-Man does not wear a shirt or pants, <laughs> and he has a sword. Where he keeps the sword, no one knows. And Prince Adam <laughs> looks exactly like him, except he's got a purple vest, or pink vest, purple boots, a white shirt, and a higher pitch voice. Uh, father, like that's—I yeah. mean, that, like seriously, that is ugh, just. Did I say before that worst. that He Man is really kind of trying to pull off the whole sexy librarian thing? No, like if I take off these glasses, all of a sudden I'm sexy. You know, like how <laughs> librarians will. No, no, I, I always thought that that librarians were supposed to be. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I know a couple librarians. I think they're fine people. Like, how about dopey romantic comedy girl? Yes. Okay. Right. All right there we go. Where or, or she's sexy as hell. She's just wearing glasses, and then she takes them off. Like, oh, she, I, I guess it's like Clark Kent kind yeah, of deal, yeah, right? Kind of, or or like Ned Flanders. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm really attracted to Superman. All right. You mean, you mean He Man or Superman? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm double. All right. All right. No, that's Hey Man. Whatever. Um, but like, I just. I want to know if Prince Adam is such a doofus, if he's just such a clumsy oaf and all that, how did he get so jacked? Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you look at He-Man, and it's like, He-Man's tossing dudes around and, and, you know, like, lifting up boulders and shit. Looks exactly like Prince Adam. Prince Adam, what's your secret? What, like, what the hell? Like are you like are you P ninety Xing it? What the fuck? Um, They're yeah. yoked for real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Orko like cast a spell, or or like the I don't know the useless sorceress cast a spell. Who knows? It just I like just, on I, Adam to make him actually weaker. No, just like because uh, physically he's he's just He Man. Right? Yeah, no, he is. He yeah. just he I'm just, just saying, doesn't have he's the got sword. a limiter on him. That the that the sword takes the limiter off, and then right, he's not like Shazam, though. Where Shazam is like a nerdy kid, right? Billy Batson, he's uh, Captain Marvel, um, or Shazam. Shazam's really the wizard, um, but uh, yeah, Billy Batson in, in the in, in comics, right? Uh, Billy Batson turns into Captain Marvel when he says the word Shazam, which stands for it's it's an acronym for different things, um. But that turns him into Captain Marvel, and then he has the power of the wizard Shazam, who's one of the Lords of Order. Uh-huh. Um, and he's he's equal in power to Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very, very, very strong uh, and very fast, like the Flash and all that. Um, but there is a total difference between the two. <laughs> you know, one's an eight-year-old boy and one's fucking, right. you know, Superman in goofy boots. And with... Prince Adam and He-Man, it just, to me, smacks of total laziness that they did not have two different designs. Yeah. <laughs> like, one one is wearing a shirt and one isn't, you know? Like, one, one of them put looks... The, put the peach cell over them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, like, one looks... One looks like he's marching in a gay pride parade, and one doesn't. That's essentially... The, the difference between the two. Well, we haven't talked about that four non-blondes video, <laughs> which is classic. You've seen that, right, Eric? Uh, I don't remember. We'll watch it after. All right. All right. Let's let's <laughs> plow through this story. Yes. Back to back to just oh, terrible. So Prince Adam Orko basically is. goes, please. Oh, Orko. Once I heard his voice, I was like, oh God. Yeah. I've got magic tricks. Whoa, Because, like, I don't know, he casts a spell on a fucking, I don't know, spoon or something, and it starts chasing him around. You know what he reminded Just, me of? You know, you know that, that meme video that was coming, that was going around about six weeks or so ago of, it was like the, the kind of um, 
nude colored doll that's like laying on its stomach and looking back at you and it, it yes you know what i'm talking about yes it's a I, really does weird orco kind of sound like that dude maybe might have to pull that up i i did not see the video so i cannot i cannot oh, say all i can it. say is that orco is useless um and orco is straight useless yeah like he, he does something stupid and then everyone has a good laugh at orco because he's a dumbass but and to then, your point still a more impactful character than the sorceress yeah oh yeah i mean at least orco's heart is in the right place and stuff i mean he's a complete boob but like he just you know at least he tries Whereas, like, everyone thinks, like, the sorceress is the shit, and she can't do jack all. Like, she is just the worst. But anyway, so we we come to the conclusion that Prince Adam is going to accompany Duncan and... Um, Tila. Tila. Because uh, because Prince Adam basically is not trusted by his mother and father. No. He, well, and I mean, yeah. rightfully so. He's a boob. The, you gotta go with the with Duncan... And the chief of the guards. And learn some responsibility. So off they go. Um, and it cuts back to... Uh, doesn't it cut back to Skeletor? Don't they, it don't does, they, don't they an, go over a plan? Or it's something? another Thunder fuck fest. <laughs> That's right. Is this the one where they were all holding hands inside Snake yes. Mountain's mouth? Okay. Yes. So they, and they show Beast Man from the side. And all I could think of is like... Man, Beast Man is a mouth breather. Like, seriously, I have never seen him with his mouth closed in my entire life. So they hold hands, and then Skeletor basically commands the uh, magic missile, or the uh, cosmic comic. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the cos- Are there girls there? <laughs> Are there girls? I want to do them. <laughs> So yeah, they uh, they cast some kind of chicanery, on, and now on, Skeletor has control of the cosmic comet. Yes, and then they go back to He Man. Yeah, and they're uh, it's He Man, Tila, Man at Arms, Duncan, uh, Orko, Cringer, Cringer, uh, and they all somehow fit in Attack Track, which was a two seater for an actual toy, but yeah, it just basically looks like the mystery machine. It looks like the mystery with machine tank. with like the dumbest tires of all time. <laughs> I don't know how this thing can be considered all terrain <laughs> because it doesn't actually have tires. It's like, how would you explain this? Like, um, well, it, oh boy, it does not explain. Well, they're th- basically, they are, it's almost like popsicle sticks. Yeah, it's a circle inside of an oval that the circle spins on a tread and it has there's teeth in the oval so that it'll get to the front of the oval and then they'll make the back they'll, end they'll of the turn over and yeah, see I didn't have the toy so I didn't get hope. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, it was stupid as hell. Real dumb. Yeah, it's just stupid. And Cringer is straight up the worst passenger. He is. He's like I wrote Cringer is the worst because he really he is. He's just I wrote Cringer is such a pussy. (laughs) Cat. Uh, Well, finally, somehow they make it to Zagras. And it turns out Zagras is voiced by the love to laugh guy from Mary Poppins. He's not, but he's he's, I see. I thought he sounded like uh, the the um the guy from the island of misfits toys johnny in the box oh yeah i think he is a well-known voice actor we're gonna take a quick look yeah yeah you go ahead well i'm going to make fun of him because he is just i i know that i've described everybody in the episode so far as a boob but he is like a just a double boob right is he is less competent than orco and orco is the bottom of the barrel of wizardry okay he he would be what you would get if there was a wizard shop (laughs) or or there were degrees of wizard shops he would be the aldi of wizard shops and he would be on clearance (laughs) yes he is low rent he stinks he looks like um well, it looks like Captain Caveman with more of a beard. For his Captain, do you think he looks? Do you think he looks like Captain Caveman? Well, Captain, well, he's got like that shape. 
Basically, see, I thought that Captain Caveman looked kind of like Cousin It. Well, he looks like a peanut, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe him. He basically looks like an old stoner. He looks like He's Gargamel, got- but with like with, with like a, a kind of a dumb looking mustache. Whereas Gargamel, to my knowledge, did not have facial hair. Um, but that's kind of who it reminds me of is is kind of like Gargamel. But uh, not sinister Gargamel, just like an oaf. So he was voiced by John Irwin. John Irwin was pretty much in every episode of He Man, yeah, because he was the uh, voice of He Man. <laughs> but he was also the voice of Zagras, and he has really, yep. Wow, I but, would not have, I would not have guessed that. Me neither, because the voice is very much a. Oh, I don't even know. Even it's like yeah, a, he a sounds snaggle like snagglepuss. Yeah. yeah, no, he he really. The <laughs> Edwin is who he's trying to be. Edwin, okay, is uh, what they what it says here is like it's an impersonation of Edwin. So I'm gonna go with that. But yeah, it's like I think of it as the uncle in Mary Poppins who loves to laugh. Uh, I think that was Edwin. So just to give you a little um, little background on Zagraz, um, Zagraz controls the comets. He is the wizard of comets, apparently, um, which what? Um, I, you know, I, I thought that comets were dictated by gravity and such, but, you know, okay, whatever. Um, so <laughs> how this all happened? See, originally there was not a cosmic comet. There were two best friend or lover comets. They never really, they never really go into the relationship. Just that there were two comets who were closer than can be. Right? They were mm-hmm. just inseparable. I think is, is is how they referred to them. Um, and you just see the like the two comets kind of like just doing the, comedy next to each other. Yeah. Just, well, no, they weren't. They were doing the like tails. crisscross, crisscross, crisscross. Where like you know the one goes up, the other goes down, and it just. You're kind know. of doing like a double helix. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. By the way, Edwin was Uncle Albert in uh, nice. Mary Poppins. Nice. Very well done. So Very well done. Exactly who did they were you, Did to you check if he was uh, Johnny in the Box? Because uh, now I demand that you check if he was. <laughs> I don't think he was. God damn it. You're just going to do what I say. Um, so um, Zagraz, I don't know. He was probably like he was probably stoned as fuck. Um, cast a spell on the comets and destroyed one of them. Because he is just an idiot. And so that turned the one comet evil. The remaining comet was like, no! And then just turned into a total dick. Um, And now, uh, apparently, Skeletor wants to harness the power of this evil comet. And just... If you didn't know, comets turn evil. I just want you to know that. Haley's, Haley's comet? Dick. So they're hearing this story from Zagras, and then it goes right back to Snake Mountain. It goes over. It goes to the shoulder, over the shoulder, over the shoulder shot. Yep, the over the shoulder, <laughs> over the shoulder shot, where we're looking over Beast Man's shoulder at Skeletor, who's looking over his shoulder at Beast Man. OTS, yeah. <laughs> and it's squared. it just it looks like such a cheesecake shot, like where it's just him, like with his butt out, and he turns around where it was like, what? There is a lot of seventh seal shots, <laughs> but this over the shoulder, over the shoulder is just real bad. So then Skeletor calls to the comet to release three turds <laughs> to fall to earth. And it's going to make creatures. No, it's going to make creatures. Everyone knows. <laughs> Beast man. That is Rose, I shall, Skeletor. You do much better voices wow. for He-Man than I do. Your Skeletor is spot on. <laughs> for a second, I thought that Ozzy Osbourne was sitting at the table with us. Ow! <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, Zagros is stoned and having this really great conversation. And then Boom. <laughs> These turds land and up oh, they're golems. Yeah, they they just they're they're like mouthless beefcakes, right? Like they just, <laughs> exactly. just kind of show up and they're flexing and like throwing rocks and shit. And uh, and that's Prince uh, Adam is like, I'm gonna do. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna do anything. Tila <laughs> saves him. 
Well, and I just want to point out that um, I believe Zagraz called them robots. Yes. He turned into fucking Zoidberg all of a sudden, <laughs> and he's like, there's a bunch of robots. Um, and <laughs> that's when... Um, Can we just, uh, before we go on, uh, talk about Tila's role here for a second? Um, Tila- you mean she, as, as a damsel in distress? <laughs> no, 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 no. As in... So she saves Prince Adam, who's useless. He is. He, mm. he is just, he is such a dummy. He is the worst. She goes back into the fight. The golem throws something at her. And then there is this humongous rolling animation of Oh, Tila. that's right. That's right. I forgot about the rolling animation. That is just somersault. Oh, wait, no, that's right. It was her rolling on her side, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's several different rolling shots in this show one is he-man doing a somersault forward yep one is him real doing a somersault backward <laughs> also bad well they're just rotoscoped i mean mm-hmm. it's it's ugh. um and tila's is just her rolling on her stomach like side to side to side to side like did did they think that this was going to come up a lot like what what so prince adam runs away he's because he's a clumsy oaf he holds aloft his magic sword. And then all of a sudden he's in front of fucking Castle Grayskull. What is, does this thing create yeah. a wormhole what to take hell? him back? And then then it's like, oh, he's, he's He-Man. He shoots Cringer with this bolt of lightning. No wonder Cringer doesn't want to be Battle Cat. He gets hit with a bolt of lightning every time. Yep. I'd be fucking afraid of everything if I had brain damage like him. And so... <laughs> Then it go it goes back to them fighting the beefcake robots. <laughs> I wrote at one point, oh, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh god. They uh he go, he man shows up and he's like, You're gonna let go of my friends, Rockhead. <laughs> and, like these things don't talk, He Man. They can't engage in witty banter. Nope. Don't just don't. Don't, man. So they grab onto each other and they're doing the like, oh, I'm stronger than you hand grip thing that they do. And that's when it turns into the best kind of fight. A swing swing fight. fight, (laughs) Where they... (laughs) He-Man just picks him up and swings him around, lets him go and hits the ground. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that for a while there, it was kind of them swinging together. Like who's going to lose balance. Obviously it's not going to be he man. He's the strongest man in the universe, right? Or the most powerful man in the universe. Sorry. Um, so yeah, then that's when rockhead crumbles into, I don't know, pieces. And I think, uh, I don't know how the other two get punched into pieces, but somehow, he just some manner of he just thing happens wallops them yeah uh, yeah and so they're all in um tiny little tiny little pieces and, and whatnot and, and uh when, at this point orko goes hey man these rocks they might be important let me vacuum them up in my sleeve, sleeve. yeah <laughs> like it this is one of the few times we've seen orko be useful i mean granted it's the first episode but like we know what goes on in the rest of the series so just them showing us that Orko can be useful in the first episode Shocking. really kind of threw things off for the rest of the series. But yeah, no, um, he, he vacuums them up and they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever, Orko, you're stupid. Um, at this point, I, I stopped taking notes. Um, I only, I only wrote a few more things and it was really more of just questions of like, what? Um, so look, man, if they've got fucking laser cannons and spaceships, why are they wearing fuzzy briefs? Right. And like metal belts and mm-hmm. shit. Like why is armor a thing? Yeah. When you have lasers. Yeah. I mean, granted, like laser could protect you from, or uh, armor could protect you from lasers, but why are they using swords when they have lasers? Like, did they not see Indiana Jones? Come on, man. The guy's twirling that sword and, and Indiana Jones is just like, nope, pow. Like, lasers have got it. I mean, granted, like, magic spells get deflected from a sword, obviously. But, like, lasers. Well, he man's can, he's the fastest man in the universe. (laughs) We go back to Snake Mountain for another classic over the shoulder, over the shoulder. Shoulder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Skeletor doesn't know that his, uh, 
his guys have been beat. So they're like, you know what time it is? Full on Castle Grayskull assault time. Mm-hmm. Fools. So they get into a plane? I, uh, a rocket ship? Kind of. Well, no, does it? Because I know that Beastman is flying around in the rocket ship. Yeah. But I, I don't remember where the other... Maybe he drops them off and then he's flying around? Or maybe, I, they, maybe they all have rocket ships? I, th- I, don't. I think they're all in a rocket ship because there is a picture of Evil Lynn's stoic bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like, oh, well, don't mess with Evil Lynn, man. Uh, then He-Man's like, I bet the Castle Grayskull's in trouble. Let's go back there and see the sorceress. And... Uh, didn't the sorceress send them some kind of message like, oh, I'm in trouble, or it's like, you're always in trouble. Right. Just get yourself out of trouble for once, sorceress. Jesus. And then so uh, Zagraz is just like, oh, this is all oh. my fault. Oh, this is all my fault. <laughs> if only I would have been able to make another meteor. But I If can't. only we had a piece of dust from one. And that's when Orko's like, Nuh! and it's just like he vomits them out of his sleeve. And uh, that's when he, I don't know, he casts, Zagra starts to cast a spell, but he's he's too weak now. Um, <laughs> so that's when he says, he, he grabs onto it. He's like, oh, I don't have the strength. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then like you Orgo. all must touch it. <laughs> I wrote yeah, that I said, down. Touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote you all must touch it and underlined that son of a bitch because it was like, wait, <laughs> all right, please so, touch my glowing ball. <laughs> so this ball, this orb. <laughs> oh, oh, this ball. Ow! And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you guys are stupid as shit. Huh. I don't know, Skeletor. <laughs> man, oh man! I just want one day in one day in Castle Grayskull's all old Skeletor's asking for. Do I get that? No, but you let Ball Man in, sure. No problem. All right, back to the episode. <laughs> Uh, uh, so so the, the like it it starts to kind of like glow pulse and, and like pulse. yeah like kind of slowly bounce up and down and then um this is when it comes back to the sorceress finally doing something useful um he man needs to like get up get that ball up there and then fight evil in and beast man and their spaceship right, because or the comet isn't taking off yet no so she does some kind of chicanery and he shoots up in the air with the comet. And you know what? Does it really matter at this point? <laughs> and then guess what, guys? The, uh, the comets are friends now. Yeah, and the comets. The, the, they start the, talking. The one, yeah, the one comet's just like, thank you, Zagraz. Now. <laughs> Well, because, I mean, hey, dude, it's a comedy. No Zagras, all right? He, he controls Zagras. Thank you. I wouldn't have been able to become a comet without you. I was so sad. My friend died. But, but now he is back. But now he's back. But he's from me. Oh, Zagras. So much confusion in my life. <laughs> Zagras, why don't you talk to us anymore? <laughs> so... So, like, Zagra's, um, geez, he, he says something stupid. I don't know. He says something stupid. Because I stopped. I stopped. And I guess just, what? Skeletor, Evil Lid, and uh, Beast Man end up in the pit of mud again. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> He-Man. Yeah, that's that's basically the end of it. Because I, I stopped taking notes after uh, You All Must Touch It. <laughs> and I just wrote just ug because that is basically the the rest of the episode. Yep, it goes back to uh, it goes back to Eternia, back to the throne room. Prince Adam is making balls float around his head. Oh, the, yeah. So it's so it's the um, it's basically the scene in uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. Yep, where like 
um, Luke is trying to like deflect all the lasers from the ball that's like floating around him and stuff. And like Obi-Wan keeps saying, you know, concentrate Luke, um, where, uh, they're all saying, you know, like, Oh, like you're, you're doing really well, Prince Adam. You're not fucking up for once. Good job. <laughs> um, and then the balls go out of control and they start chasing Orko and just well, everyone, well, everyone, well. everyone has a good laugh and it's like, ha ha ha. Oh, Orko. Prince Adam, you're useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> well, and then, then we, then we find out what lesson we learned today. Yes. Yeah. And I wrote down, um, <laughs> the more, you know, segment slash Jerry Springer final thoughts. Because I remember that every episode does this, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally Jerry Springer. Um, yeah. So, if you were to guess what the lesson was in this one, would you have guessed what it was? Like, we all know what it was. What it would, what the lesson actually is, according to the show. Huh. Um, violence solves everything. I think. I guess that. Yeah. Confidence. <laughs> Yeah, living in yourself. Because my man Zargaz lost confidence. Oh, like anyone who makes that noise does not have confidence. That's yeah. very true. And I mean, I don't, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I, I think that was a pretty good Zargaz. That was a great, was great. Zargaz. <laughs> it was great. Um, but yeah, no, like, <sighs> yeah. So does it hold up? In a much different way. <laughs> when you watch it as an adult, like if I would have watched this as an adult in 83, I, I probably would have been like, what the fuck? I have to watch another episode to, to, to find out. And I think in the next episode, um, you see strong arm, which was the laziest, like it, just the. What? So what you're saying is we need to do another episode of matters of the universe. Of course we do. All right. God damn it. We'll see you next week then with another <laughs> episode of Matters of the Universe. Uh, I, I can be reached at, at Matt Noss on Twitter. We are at Matters Pod on Twitter. Matt. I am at Karate Dracula on the tweets. Um, my website is MattRoseDrawsStuff.com. Love it. Eric. At Eric Hanky, spelled exactly how it sounds That's on Twitter. Just. You boob. You bumbling boob. <laughs> you fooled me. <laughs> Now I'm following a man who <laughs> fancies himself a master of pocket handkerchiefs. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll be back with another exciting episode of Matters of the Universe. Matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I totally got that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> we'll see you next time.